The American economy is based on one of the tenets of capitalism. Growth equals good. But we live finite lives, live on a planet with shrinking resources, perpetuating what amounts to a delusion that more people, bigger vehicles, bigger homes, more homes, supersized meals, big gulps, and mega-projects are how it was all meant to work. Clearly, it's not what we really want. Do you really want more concrete canyons full of corporate-run outlets and micro-apartments? Do you really want a forest of massive pillars carrying 600-ton trains running through your neighborhood? All for what? To transport people downtown and back again in ever-growing numbers? Is it not clear yet that retail shopping has changed forever? Are we collectively unaware that remote work and augmented reality are forces that are here to stay? Why are people so anxious to live with paper-thin walls and packed together on trains and buses or to get trapped in traffic jams, wasting a major portion of each day? In 1973, brilliant economist E.F. Schumacher wrote a collection of essays called Small is Beautiful. He argued that capitalism brought higher living standards at the cost of deteriorating culture. His belief that natural resources should be conserved led him to conclude that bigness, in particular large industries and large cities, would lead to the depletion of those resources. The full text is available online. I urge you to read it. In West Seattle, we face this dilemma in the next decade. The so-called growth imperative of capitalism means bigger profits, more sales, and a never-ending, always-ascending path into infinity. Well, that's nonsense, of course. That's not how the world actually works. Hence the rise of sustainability, recycling, solar power, and other self-imposed control factors that recognize there are limits, and that limits are, are in fact good. Here comes Sound Transit with a plan to bring light rail to us by, they say, 2030, more likely delayed by other factors to 2035. And the projected cost of the two lines, including one to Ballard, jumped from $7.9 billion in 2019 to $12.1 billion, a jump exceeding 50% this year. We've suffered with the lack of the West Seattle High Rise Bridge as the traffic's built into other neighborhoods. We love our cars. But next summer, the bridge will be back, carrying the 100,000 people per day across the Duwamish. Isn't that enough? Do we really want to be Bellevue? Do we even want to be Ballard? Do we honestly want those massive pillars coming up into the junction all so we can leave? Isn't the quality of life here part of why we live here? I'm suggesting that building a massive anthill of tiny apartments and an ant trail built on concrete trees is the opposite of what we want or need. Is growth inevitable or is it just what we're used to? What corporations demand? Why can't we live in a place that is renewable and tend to changes as they become necessary and live in a more sustainable, steady-state world? In the next 10 years, some massive changes are going to take place if we can keep ourselves from getting blown up by people who we are competing for resources with. Communication systems will get orders of magnitude faster. Augmented reality will be commonplace. Transportation as a service will be firmly entrenched. Autonomous vehicles will be in use in many cities. The very fabric of work and life will be rewoven. 
a lot of us are not going to need to go downtown or to Everett or Tacoma. We're building more infrastructure at a great cost in service of growth nobody really wants. Don't build it and they won't come. So why are we working so hard to build a solution to yesterday's problems?